2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Gobbler Country's podcast, Talking Turkey. I'm your host, Brian Manning, and joining me tonight is my co-host, John Schneider. John, how are you this evening?
0: Oh, pretty good. I mean, we got a pretty exciting thing happening today. We get an interview, and we'll be talking about that in a minute, but we've got a little quick roundup to go over the general things that are happening. we got things winding down. we got some sports winding down, and we've got others winding up, which, okay, that's a pun. Sorry, because it's baseball and softball, but we also have some interesting news from the end, You know, from the pros. So I'll start it off right now with a quick intro. The women's basketball team has played a really great season this year, and everybody's anticipating that they'll probably get an at-large bid for the NCAA tournament for the women's NCAA tournament, which is pretty exciting. They have to go into Louisville finish up the season in Louisville and then they have to wait and, you know then then they jump right into the ACC tournament so here's throwing a lot of good wishes and good luck at the women's hokey basketball team
2: yeah it's definitely an exciting time for for those ladies they've had a great season and of course the men's team had a disappointing and heartbreak another heart heartbreaking loss last night to Virginia but I was really impressed by the grit they showed and coming back late because they were horrible in the first half and they they Started playing better toward the end of the first half. Second half, they they owned most of the second half, and then late, just Kihei Clark made a big time shot, and just there's a lot to be excited about the future of Virginia Tech men's basketball too. It's just we knew what we were getting into this year, and well, they were all you're talking about kids
0: that last year were high school seniors, and we have one kid on the team who's playing significant time on the court who is a high school senior, really. Right.
2: Jalen Cohn is going to be a special player for us. And I think yeah. that'll start. I mean, he's already showing what he can do. He leads the ACC in three point percentage and he's not just shooting one, one a game. I mean, there's six, five, six, seven shots a game sometimes and shooting over 51% entering last night. T- terrific young player. He can play the point. He can play the two. He's undersized for the two, but he's just a really good player. a lot to be excited about. And, it's disappointing the what's happened basically throughout late January into February, but we this is kind of what we expected. Everybody said City they Jordan. were going
0: to run out of gas. Everybody was predicting, hey, you know, this team, th- these kids, most of them have never played a season this long. And everybody who knows, you know, this transition from from high school to college basketball is telling me, Hey, you know, don't don't hold your hopes up too much once they get past halfway. This is the longest they've ever played basketball.
2: That's right. Well, in, in addition to that, we've got some other news and notes around the uh John, I think you want to touch on baseball before we get into too much.
0: Yeah, we are we've got kind of a stumbly start, but the baseball team kind of turned it on has a three-game winning streak going into the first home. We've had a home opener already, but this is the first three-game series against Bryant College slash Bryant University. I can't remember which one it is right now. But they've moved the game, the Friday game, back to 2 o'clock because of the weather. So there's no way for me to get over there. I'm going to try to get a word in and see if maybe I can get over there on Sunday to take some pictures because the weather will be decent. and. I might be able to get, a, get them to hand me get me a cred so I can go and sit in the, the camera box next to the dugout. So we'll see what happens. But suddenly we are north of five hundred. We got a three-game winning streak going, and the pitch starting pitching is is super. That right now our starting pitchers have the lowest ERA in the ACC, which is amazing. So. We'll get more detailed and, uh, you know, like i I've got my Wednesday reports and everything, but I'm, I've am i got a lot of hope for the baseball team this year. Uh, Coach Chef has really been working on hard on getting quality players. And it's kind of interesting to see who they are and where they're from. But there are a lot of young kids on that team. There's a couple of freshmen that are actually starting. One of them from my mom's old high school believe, in Kingston, New York, believe it or not. But especially with a coach like John Sheff, to be a freshman and starting, you got to be really good.
2: Yeah, seems so. like Whit, Whit Babcock's uh, dedication to the turning the baseball program around, starting to show some dividends.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping we start into the ACC really early this year. There's not a whole lot of lead up before they go diving right into the ACC right in the middle of March. So it's going to start telling right away. And uh, I'm hoping that we do better than 500 this year the baseball's like one of those around 500 sports and I'm hoping that this year we do better than 500 it would be good
2: well as as you know uh, football's there's never really an off season for football there's always some football news going on and right now there's the NFL combine is going on as we speak and the Hokies may not have as many contributing players in the combine this year but we do have one in particular and that's junior tight end Dalton Keene, and he just ran the 40 today. I think it was a 4.72 in his first effort, which at six four and a half, two hundred fifty one 251 pounds, did 21 reps on the bench. Some pretty good workout numbers for Dalton Keene.
0: Yeah, well, if you saw it, then he actually, that was his first run attempt, the one I linked in the article. But his second attempt, he shaved it 100th off. He did it 4.71. Right, and, and Most guys don't improve their speed in the second run.
2: Right. That stuff matters because, I mean, to me, the combine is almost a waste. It's You watch it more because of the information that comes out about free agency and everything else. But we're all addicted to it for some reason. But Dalton Keene, though, he's kind of a hidden. I I thought he was a bit of a hidden secret going into the combine that we only knew about. But I think people are going to see how much how athletic he is. And and they're going to see the tape matches what they're seeing in Indianapolis. And and he's going to be a much higher pick than a lot of people thought originally. Yeah, well, we'll see.
0: I'm hoping because for no other reason than there's only really going to be two names, and they didn't invite McLeese to the combine, so he's going to have to impress in the pro day. Which also, yeah, Reggie Floyd. Reggie Floyd will be the same in the same position. So we Mm -hmm. have we have one highly rated potential draftee and two that maybe somebody will wake up and realize they might be good bets for the you know the fifth sixth round you
2: know right well and, and some other football news uh, the most valuable player in the xfl through three weeks is someone we know quite well and former the Hokies all-time leading receiver Cam Phillips he's been the two-time xfl star of the week in three weeks of play he's got seven touchdowns tied for the league leading receptions leads the league in receiving yards and receiving touchdowns overall touchdowns, just a Incredible start to the season. Hopefully, we'll see him back on an NFL roster in the fall where he should be. Yeah, he
0: should have been picked up. Oh, hey, by the way, spring practice is a couple of weeks away and they're going to telecast it, not live. It's going to be on tape, but folks are going to actually be able to see the game happen remote.
2: Yeah, it's about time. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But if you want, but back to Cam real quick, if anybody doubts the xfl or, or whatever if you're a football fan you should watch it it's 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 actually some pretty good football and, and it's nice seeing a former hokey dominate the way he's doing i hope to see him back on a roster soon and i think we will
0: uh oh, be really nice there are a couple of players that are getting some some second looks third looks from different teams and cam's going to be one of them i would not doubt that some nfl team is going to take notice. I I just don't see it not happening. So, you know, we're we're kind of at the end of our segment here and we got some get some in, somebody interesting to join us in the next segment after the commercial break. You've arranged this. So, I'll let you introduce it and if I have something to chime in on, I'll chime in, but we've got uh, a, a new commit for the class of 2020 and we get to talk to him tonight.
2: Yeah, the name is Tyrese Saunders. I'm sure most Hokie fans are, are have already familiarized themselves with him because he's made a little bit of a, a tour of some of the Hokie sites in the past week or two. He wanted to get on with us last week and we couldn't nail the time down. And And it was probably a good thing because he was on a couple of different uh, outlets last week. So give him some time this week to get on. Really excited about this kid and and uh, look forward to talking to him. And And I think big things are in his future coming up and Next segment, we will talk to Tyree Saunders and introduce him to Hokey Nation. Right after these messages. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Gobbler Country Podcast Talk in Turkey. And joining us tonight is a special guest, 2021 wide receiver commit Tyree Saunders. Tyree, how are you doing tonight, my man?
1: Yes, sir. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on.
2: Absolutely, we're thrilled to have you on, man. You've you've made yourself uh, quite. Made a lot of fans with Hokie Nation the last two weeks with uh, with all your interviews and everything and there's a lot of buzz about you right now.
1: Yeah, hey, it's uh, just sounding good and I'm just excited to come to a good program, you know, good school, great fans, a lot of fans, yeah, I love the fans down there and I'm just ready to get to work. You know, we try to win these games and make everybody happy.
2: Absolutely. Um, I was I was looking over your stats for the last two years. You have caught 92 passes. 1,718 yards, 20 touchdowns, and and uh, you're also a standout basketball player and a track athlete. How's your basketball season going right now?
1: Uh, well, in the uh, last week and a half, we lost in the district championship game in, in overtime. It was a crazy game. I hit the game. I hit the game tying three could send us into overtime, and then you know, some calls with the refs. They went to the free throw line a lot, and we didn't, get no, we didn't get no chance. And when I hit another three, the ref said I was out of bounds. It was a crazy like a crazy it was a crazy overtime period. We should have won. You know, bad you know, bad calls, miscommunication it happens. And, you know, that was like you said that was the end of our season. But I had a great season and I had a great run.
2: there's nothing worse than basketball refs. They're the worst. The worst. And uh, you're also a, a track athlete. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Well, this this athlete is my first week out there, you know. I'm just starting you know, I'm just starting to get into it, trying to ease into it, you know. I haven't ran super fast my full full speed since football season, so I don't want to come out the gates, you know, you know, running full speed and maybe pull or something. So just done eat into it, you know, get back into working now, get back, you know, basically just get back into trap trap shape, you know, get my legs right and get my legs right and get ready for this upcoming season.
2: No, we don't want anything happening to you. We need you come August. Oh yeah,
1: most definitely.
2: Tell us a little bit about how you ended up with Virginia Tech. I know from from hearing things, Charlie Wiles was your primary recruiter. We're we're very familiar with Charlie Wiles. He's a beloved figure here in Blacksburg.
1: Well, Coach Wiles, he you know, he the one that you know he the one that started it for me. You know for the Virginia Tech, he wanted me to come to the camp when they was down here at JU at Jacksonville University, and he, he told me the day before the camp was crazy. He called he called me like the day before and like, hey, we in Jacksonville, you know, I want you to come out. Got a head coach here. Everybody was there, and at first I wasn't gonna go. At that point, you know, at that time I already had like over 20 or offers. I had, I had a few power five offers. So, you know, I was looking, I'm looking at like, I'm gonna go on business. I'm gonna start making my decision soon, but he just told me, you know, just go. Why not? Just go P. He's the one. He's the one. Me to come and run running 40, really, and just cut a couple balls. So I'm like, you know what? Why not? I got nothing. You know, I'm not running in the moves. I'm not competing against nobody. He wants to see me how fast I run. So I went out there, did what I had to do close through everybody, they see me running, they saw my speed, and the following week, I got the call that I got offer from them next Friday, and then it just progressed from there from taking a visit for a barbecue bath to going to a couple of games, and I committed during my senior year after, like, the first game I committed, went to a couple more games, and led all all going on to me, you know, in assignment.
0: I, I just want to ask Tyree one thing, because he's probably seen me on the field and didn't even know. What's your favorite part of the game? Uh, I'm gonna have to say the entrance, man. When you're on the yeah. field, when you take a look, what's your favorite part of going to a game at lane?
1: Favorite part of the interest, the fans, everybody jumping. And that's something I just never seen before. I'm at a high school, you know, you know, we, we got we have our fans everybody, you know. High, of course high school and college are totally different. So my fan experience from high school to college is gonna be totally different. Like way y'all fans are, the way y'all just love y'all teams, they're gonna be just such an energy provider and I just love the way they come out and support the team and when the time for the game to
2: start. Yeah, we get we get chill bumps just every time Inter Sandman starts. Whether you're in the press box, sideline, or the stands, it's it's incredible, and I'm sure you're really excited about that. Really excited. Tell tell us back when you did that satellite camp. You, you ran a blazing forty. Tell tell them what you ran in that forty that got you the scholarship offer.
1: Well, they had me. It was actually raining at the other thing about it, it was, when I got out. There, it was like, yeah, uh delayed it for an hour because of thunder and lightning in the area. So by the time I get out there, the field was already kind of wet, and I, they caught me at a four four eight. But then after that, you know, they I didn't they didn't want me to run no more because like I just, if I just ran a four four eight in bad rain and without really no, I can say having a good stretch because by the time I got out there, they already stressed out. So I had to stretch my own, and so my I didn't have the best stretch. So it was a little wet, but you know I still really ran 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 under four. A five. four
0: four eight, come on Tyree, I could run a four four eight ten feet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You
0: know,
2: yeah, I, that, is, that is some fast running. <laughs> I wanted everyone to hear that time because you're you're a high school kid running a four four is insane. I mean, these these guys are training for the combine for months on end. They're not running 4 four eights. That's I mean, incredible.
1: That's what we do. We, you know, that we do in Florida. You know, you got to be fast. You know, the faster my dad always told me, the faster you is, the harder you are to guard. So that's always been my, you know, and back in my mind is trying to get you getting faster. Which that's also one of the reasons why I'm doing track this year I could have left early, but I wanted to come back for my team. Cause, you know, we won state last year, and to get faster, so I got a chance to win state again while also getting faster. You
2: know, because, you know, it, can't, it really can't go wrong with that. Absolutely. You you said something about your dad there. Tell us a little bit about your dad. He's a former Seminole.
1: Uh yes, sir. He played. He played at Florida State from uh 1994 to 1998, and he played there all four year all there all four years. And you know, he, of course, you, you know, he. Had, I grew up as a Florida State fan because of him. You know, he played. He went to the NFL. He played a couple of preseason for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Seattle Seahawks, you know, he didn't make the roster. Then he played over in the CFL, Canada, for four or five years, and he retired a year after I was born. So he retired in 2002 because I was born in 2001.
2: Okay, you're talking about Seminoles. Uh, did they recruit you? I, I know I heard that maybe the the previous staff kind of recruited you a little bit, and it kind of the coaching change kind of changed things a little bit there.
1: Yeah, yeah, they, was rec- they were recruiting me, I could say, uh, when Taggart was there. They was recruiting me. They, was, they were recruiting was more to receiver because he was recruiting me. But Taggart, he was like recruiting me, but at the same time, kind of wasn't because he never got to see me in person because the, the times he probably came to see me in person, suddenly either popped up or I didn't go out there for the camp. So one person who was seeing me in person was the receiver coach, which, you know, is a very important thing. But that's a position coach. But, you know, Taggart had a uh, – I, I think he said he had like a rule. Not a rule, but he wanted to see the players – before he offered them, so you know he never got a chance to see me personally. You know, O'Vale got hired. He wanted to recruit people from up north, so that's that's how everything went. But by the time that happened, I was already fully into Virginia Tech. By the time Veer got the job, so
2: I was already Virginia Tech Hokie okay. out. But yeah, they did recruit me a little bit. We're we're glad to have you here. I don't know that. So, what 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 was your earliest memories of Virginia Tech? Because I know down, being down there, it's all about the Seminoles and the state of Florida and everything. So, what's your first memory of the Hokies?
1: First memory that come to mind is Michael Vick. You know, I, I knew one thing when I did get over from Virginia Tech. I'm like, oh snap, Michael Vick in Virginia Tech. And the thing about Michael Vick; he was actually he was actually my favorite player. You know, coming up in part one, I actually wore his jersey. And I wore seven because I was playing quarterback at that point. And you know, I wanted to be, I was running around like Michael Vick. I wanted to do what I seen Michael Vick do. So he was just mirroring like, oh snap, I'm going to go to my favorite player college and who I wore who I wore remember and played the position for for a few years.
2: We, you know, we love hearing play. We love hearing that because we're we're huge Michael Vick fans, of course. Here because he's what helped put the Hokies on the map back in back in '99, so the national radar oh. at least. So you kind of run like him, so that's a good thing. Hey,
1: I, hey, hey, I was watching a lot of highlights and tapes and playing the video game with him, so I was like, hey, why not? He ain't doing that wrong.
2: <laughs> that's right. So is, speaking of the the coaches, and I know you were close to Coach Wiles, who. Who still recommended you to come to the Hokies, even though he he left and it wasn't on his own accord? But ha, what's your relationship like with head coach Justin Fuente, offensive coordinator Brad Cornelson, and wide receivers coach Jafar Williams? What's your relationship with those guys like?
1: Well, I, I guess I started with Coach Fu. Coach Fu, you know, we me and him were testing out uh, testing, you know, on the phone throughout my whole recruiting process. When I got the offer, of me I got his number like probably two three days later, and he'll test me and I want me to come up come visit. You know, once I finally did come visit and uh, of course I love, I like the school, love everything about it. We started talking even more, you know, he real chick guy, he, you know, he's very interactive, he understands. He's just he just a great coach, a great person overall. He liked talking, talking about football, stuff outside of football. He want you know, he talked to me about my basketball track. You know, he's just a good person overall and I know foot on the field, you know, I seen him, you know, I price can't take a couple of prices. You know, he's a high energy guy. He want everybody, you know, work hard, do the right thing you know, become better players and better people off the field. So that was very important. And then going to Coach Brad, Coach Brad is the man, you know, he – he going have – you know, officer-wise, he want me to learn the playbook as fast as I can cause, you know, this year, you know, they plan on really opening up, you know, with him coming back and with a lot of our return of stars coming back. We're looking forward to, you know, opening up the playbook, basically. So he's going to be a fun and exciting coach. You know, your OC is usually the fun and – you know, he want to draw the play, make everything exciting. So – looking for he's real cool laid back. Hey, but when you talking on the field, you know, you better know what you're doing when you want to see the field. So, you know, he good off the field, he's good off on the field as well. Just keeping a professional mindset basically. And Coach Williams, that's my man. Coach Williams kind of more of a younger my age, he more young, he more of the young hip side. So he cool off the field. He ain't got you can talk to him about anything. He joke around, he was a really funny guy. But on the field he just he just like everybody else he's business. You know, he, he wants you to work hard, play hard, know what you got to do. If you know what you're doing, you get checked on the field. So, when you're on the field, it's all about being because you know, you, if you want to go to another level, you know what it takes and what you got to do and how to prepare. So, just you know, having that, that really, you know, Coach Williams is a great guy. All three of them are great people. and great coaches, an entrepreneurs, and all
2: that. It's, it's great to hear you I already have good relationships with him. I hope you're ready to run the Jet sweep. I think you'll be really good at it.
1: Oh yeah, I'm ready. Oh yeah. I'm I'm ready, Ryan. I'm ready to do anything you want me to do Jet Sleep,
2: definitely. I'm ready for anything. Yeah, I think uh you have a good chance of getting on the field this year. I mean we lost uh we lost four contributors at that position. You lose Damon Hazleton, Hezekiah Gramsley, Phil Patterson and, and Jacoby Payton. and then there's Dalton Keene's catches. He was a tight end, but a lot of catches. Yep. A lot of catches and stuff there. There's there's an opportunity for you to see the field this fall. So what what do you think your chances are of, of helping the team this year?
1: I think my chances are pretty high, you know, you know, even even everybody would have stayed, you know, and know of course it have been a little more harder, but I was coming in with the expectation, you know, try to get on the field by any any means necessary. You know, I never really been on the bench and I've been I work hard, you know, I don't and I don't wanna find out how it feels be on the sideline a lot. So just you know, my chances, you know, increase of course with four people leaving, you know. But just you know, that's just the way things be. I'm coming in with a mindset to work hard, learn the playbook. I'm actually learning the playbook now a little bit. I got you know, with me being signed, I, you know, I could look at it and stuff. So I'm starting to learn a little bit, trying to pick one of the signals. And just and by the time I go up there, hitting you know, we'll at least hit the ground running and be as close as possible to how everybody is up there so I can have a better chance to get on the field. And just my progression-wise in practice, though, how I practice is going to be determined how much I'm, I'm playing the game from Coach Williams' standpoint. So if I know what I'm doing, know my concept, know the signals, know my spot and, you know, just – do my best. I have a high chance of playing and making an impact, you know, on offense or on offense teams.
2: Yeah, I think you. I think there's a definitely a good chance you're going to see the field this this fall, and we're excited about that. Speaking of the current team, are there any players? I know you're you're close to Keontae Jenkins. He's your he's your uh, classmate coming in and everything. And I, I know yeah. you're you're high on him. I think you think he's a sleeper.
1: Oh yeah, A bit sleeper. You know, Keontae, you know, he's not really talking. He he's more of the quiet side. You know he just work hard, grind hard, and just put in the work that nobody be seeing. You know, and going against Keontae, you know, since he was younger and they playing with each other, he got you know he got that dog and you know he he has to You know, I know everybody look at the stars and stuff, but you know sometimes the stars are overrated or underrated, you know I, I don't want really to get people who had more stars, and I've seen people without stars who have done better. So you know it's like it gives and goes, but he's a real sleeper up and you know, his size and body type, and by the time they get him to get him bigger. He's going to be, you already, already having that dog mentality. He's already trying to knock somebody's head off. That's the one. he always trying to knock somebody's head off. So by the time, though, they they be done with him and get him fit for college, you know, for all of us lives, I feel like he's going to be somebody that'll be real. Everybody really going to love, love and like him.
2: The stars don't matter. I mean, we know it here with the Hokies. He's uh, some of the best yeah. players that we've ever had here at Virginia Tech were two and three star guys. Cam Chancellor was a two star yeah. player. I mean, that stuff doesn't matter. It, it, yeah. It's all about the player on the field, and we're we're excited about having you guys here. So we're going to um, take a quick break, and we're going to come back with Tyree and wrap this thing up. And uh, after these messages, we'll finish things up with Tyree. Welcome back to Gobbler Country's podcast, talk in Turkey. Before the break, we were talking to Tyree Saunders. Tyree, we were talking about Keontae Jenkins, your classmate, coming in and how you were excited about his future here and, and here at DBU, the real DBU. And yes, uh, sir. tell us about um, – do you have any relationships with any of the current players on the team? I figure you may know Keyshawn King and Shamari Connor.
1: Yes, sir. I know Keyshawn King, and I got a relationship with Shamari Connor at safety, and I'm also starting to talk uh, to Hendon Hooker. I actually talk to him uh, pretty much not every day, but, like, I probably hit him up every, like, probably once a week. You know, just to touch bases with him, ask him about the offense. I you know, just try to pick his brain try to, you know, just get to know him better. No, because I'm not up there right now we're trying to get to know him just in general as, you know, as
0: a person. Well, he's the, he's so the starting, starting quarterback about. right now, and I don't see, although I love Quincy Patterson too, I don't see Quincy just quite knocking Hendon off that number one slot in the in the depth chart. Mm-hmm. So better develop that relationship as, when you can get to it.
2: I, yes, I, I, love, I love hearing how you're already talking to the quarterback. Yeah, that's really good. Going high school, that's, that's pretty awesome to hear. So, that's very encouraging. You're talking about Shamari Connor. I said it all along last year, I thought Shamari Connor was the best player on the defense last year from start to finish.
1: Well, definitely. I think Shamari had a good year. I, you know, watched, you know, Of course, I watched every game. Shamari, you when know, he was doing his thing, he was trying to ball out. He's just doing what he's been doing since high school.
2: I'm sure you followed it now. We've, we've had some good players from Florida here at Virginia Tech, a lot of them, so I think you're next in line to to follow that tradition there, so that's a good thing. Tell us a little bit about, do you have any other Florida players you're trying to get to the Virginia Tech in the next two or three years?
1: Uh, yes, sir, I do. For uh, For the class of 2021, I got my a receiver, my youngin, he's he class of 2021. He actually played at my rival high school. He played at a rival of a high school that we always go against, and he's one of the top receivers in the class. He already got offers from, Penn State, Florida State, Virginia Tech. I think Florida and few. He got a few. He got a lot of big schools. His name Patrick Bryan. He a three star. He probably be a four star real soon. But he's a baller. He has been balling now since his ninth grade year. You know, I met him. You know, through the high school. I met him in high school, going against him. He was like a great enemy. So, you no. Know, but you, know, you find. But in my city, you find out. You know who's good real soon. So he's one of the people I'm trying to recruit and get to Virginia Tech. He like Virginia Tech. So I'm looking forward to trying to get him there. Also, there's a twenty twenty two DB. He's uh his name is uh Sharif Denson. He's starting to pick up major offers from major schools. And he goes to a school called Brockman Trail. So I'm thinking of looking at him. I, I think he in twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three. And then there's one more D B who's twenty twenty one. He's a good lockdown DB, very good technician. He played for myself 7 seventeen, you know, he does real good. This is so he got his senior coming up and you got offers from North Carolina, North Carolina State, and Purdue, and a couple of other schools. So looking, trying, I'm trying to get him to Virginia Tech offer. He ain't, he don't got them yet, but I'll be talking to Coach Smith Smith about him real soon when I go back up there. So those are three places I got in mind right now, Florida wise that I know personally, and anybody that they want me to try to go recruit, or help them recruit, they just let me know when I hit them up.
2: All right, Tyree, we appreciate it tonight, man. It's been a great interview getting to know you a little bit and everything, and before before we let you go tonight, do you, do you have any special messages for Hokie Nation out there?
1: Hey, special message wise just, you know, thank you fans for all the support. You know, y'all keep supporting us. You know, I'm looking forward to the season, looking to be very exciting. I hope everybody comes to the game and support, support us from home or at, your or at the game, you know, as we try to take the season by storm and make, and make history. So, everybody just stick with us. And go hokey!
2: That's right, Tyree. Do you have anything you want to promote? Tell the, tell the fans where they can follow you at on Twitter.
1: Yeah, yes, sir. Everybody can follow me on Twitter at Showtime Tyree. ShowtimeTyree, Showtime Tyree T Y R E E on Twitter. They can also follow me on Instagram at Showtime underscore R E. So that's just read That's R E Reed for short. So again on Instagram Showtime underscore R E, and then again that's pretty much it. Thank you, thank you guys for having me again.
2: With Tyree, you we got, really uh, appreciate it. Go ahead, John.
0: Yeah, remember we're gonna to look up Gobbler Country. You'll see, hear this podcast probably sometime this weekend. It yeah. depends on how fast Catherine can get it edited. I and mean, we really appreciate you coming. And I loved what you ended the, the last thing with because it's what we end the show with. And let's all do it. Oh. Hey, Go
1: hokey.